Hello and welcome to episode number three of PYOS, Propel Your Optimal Self. I'm France Mouton-Hetty, your life improvement coach, and I'm going to be talking today on the topic of, do you know your what? It's very important that we know what we want, right? And I'm addressing this specifically because I know for a fact I've gone through this. When you come to a time in life, it, it could be at different times, but one time for sure that this happens, that you don't know what you want, and is when you're an empty nester. You've raised your family, you've spent, you know, a couple decades focusing on the needs of others, and your own you get to the point where you don't really know what you truly want in your heart of hearts. And so this is what we now need to be working at figuring out. I'm going to go through a few quotes here. And the first one comes from Bishop T.D. Jakes. And um, he addresses the issue of purpose. Because a lot of times that's what we say. We say, okay, so what's my purpose? And he says, if you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion. For your passion will lead you right to your purpose. So we have a general purpose. All of us, you know, when we come here down on earth, our purpose is to enjoy so we want to go through life with joy in our heart, which we don't always do, <laughs> but that's part of, of what we want to do as we're, you know, experiencing this world here. But now, wanting to figure out what is my passion, what makes me, you know, happy, and, and we want to go with that. And sometimes we've, as I said, we've put other people's um desires and and hopes and things ahead of our own and so it's time to to start to take some time and ponder this okay another quote to, comes to us from Ernest Barbaric who's an executive coach and he says create not for the money not for the fame not for the recognition but for the pure joy of creating something and sharing it. Isn't that beautiful? So when you get to that where you can create something just because it makes you happy to do it, maybe you're awesome at putting together Christmas decorations or you're an amazing baker or, you know, you write poetry. Whatever your area of creation is, you want to create for that pure joy of creation and it might if if you're looking to find a way to as they say monetize it to get some money for what you're doing there are so many ways today it's easier than ever before so that there's no need for you to be earning money at some job that you hate and makes you miserable so that's this is why you want to spend some time now and look at is at what is it that makes me tick we each are individual unique facets of the godhead and with that comes a gift and our job is to figure out what is that gift and to share it with the world okay so another person that um 
speaks to this is Robert Ballard, and he's an underwater archaeologist, and he says, follow your own passion, not your parents and not your teachers, yours. And so we're groomed in a way, you know, through life from maybe from our family and where we go to school and what we study and we get a degree and we get a job at something or whatever. All these people are going to have different ideas on what you should do. Well, guess what? You need to follow what your heart tells you is for you to do. Okay? Um, Oprah tells us, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. So it's very powerful to do that and to every day wake up and that's what you're going to be about. So you say to yourself, yeah, okay, but I don't know. I don't know. All right. In episode number one, I told you of an activity that I did that helped me to figure out what I wanted to do. And I'm going to go beyond that because I'm going to explain to you when I was an English as a second language teacher, I would uh, work with students at some point where they needed to uh, start to write something called a five paragraph essay, for example, where you do an introduction, a conclusion, and the body needed to have three paragraphs. And so we would do an activity in class where I would ask everybody to list three animals. So, you know, everybody puts down three animals, we'd share the animals, and we'd find so many, you know, cats and dogs were among them a lot. And then I'd say, okay, so now I'm going to ask you to make a list of at least 10 animals. And you start to write, you, when you're doing something like this, like for in this case for you, it would be like listing the things you love, right? So you make a list and you're going to start with some, and then all of a sudden you're going to think you're done because you stop and you want to push yourself to, to think of more, think of more, as many as you can. Make a huge list, as big as you can, of all the things that you love, that you enjoy. But make sure they're really things, if you're looking for, you know, well, it's going to feel like a passion. Don't don't put things that are, don't really belong there. But make your list as complete as you can. When you feel like you've got your complete list, you go to the next step of organizing them. And when you start to organize them, and for in the case of my students, I'd say, okay, now I want you to take all the animals you listed and put them in three different categories. And what's beautiful is everybody's going to have different ways of categorizing. Some will do it by color. Some will do it by, if we're talking animals, they would do farm animals, zoo animals, and um, uh, pets. Some will do land, water, and air. Some You, you see what I mean? So uh, some are four-legged, some are two-legged, some don't have legs. Whatever it is, they find a way to create three groups. And it's amazing when you get to that level, the depth of, pers uh, it's a, an amazing perspective that you now have. You can talk about it in so much more depth than if you just did three animals that come very quickly and so on. So you see, these activities are very, very uh, helpful. We can use them in our situation now where we're trying to find our passion. Um, so 
Another quote is from a lady named Layla Gifty Akita, and she's the author of Think Great, Be Great. And she says, you have the power within your reach to create what you desire. And that's absolutely true, because whatever is on your heart to that, you know, if you have a dream, you can achieve it. You know, my favorite quote is, I've mentioned this, you might have heard it before. It comes from the book um, Illusions by Richard Bach. And it says, you're never given a wish without also being given the power to make it come true. You might have to work for it, however. It's not that it'll just, you know, fall in your lap just because you wish it. No, but I've explained in the last episode how we plant a seed and then we just step by step keep asking what's my next step and, and then follow your instincts and, and you know eventually you get to accomplish it, right? But you have, if you have a desire, a dream, you have the ability to make it come true, okay? God would not put a, you know, a desire for you to have if it's not something you could accomplish, so, all right, so that was from um, that perspective. And, and then um, Tony Robbins tells us that passion is the genesis of genius. So when you can find your passion, what is genius? Genius is being able to, you know, um, to, truthfully, it's, it's genius comes from tapping within, you know, you turn into what I call your DGS divine guidance system, and you ask, and you end up getting the advice, the recommendation, the support of, you know, everybody, however you like to think of it, the angelic realm, the ancestors, uh, the divine are going to bring you um, you know, steps to take, ideas, and that's going to turn into genius. But it's your passion that's going to get that to come through. Okay, so that's what we had for uh, the subject today is it's really important for you to focus on that and find that passion because that's going to take you to amazing places. So uh, as a reminder... I ask you to always be joyful, be well, and to make it a 10 day.